to the Debbie Delight, brought to you by ExpandTheBoxScore.com, with your hosts Ricky Valero and Chris Stoops, bringing you all the guys who should be on your fantasy radar this season and leading into your upcoming rookie draft. Welcome to another edition of the Debbie Delight, brought to you by ExpandTheBoxScore.com. On today's episode, we're going to continue our player profiles. We're going to tackle Washington quarterback Jacob Eason. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Stoops. How are you today, sir? I am doing fantastic. Excited to get into this one because Eason seems to be one of those guys where people either have him ranked pretty high or really low. It, it just seems like you either love him or hate him. So definitely excited to get into this one. Yeah, so I I have I think I had Eason at like five or six in my um, my last rankings that I did, and to be honest with you, like I feel so good about that. You know what I mean? Like I like I like Eason, and and I've said this, and I'm gonna say it way ahead of time, and I really don't care. But I need Jake, I need Jacob Eason playing um, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Stoops, I think it was the perfect fit. I think that he would just thrive in Bruce Arians' office offense. I would love to see him with. A healthy Mike Evans, a healthy Chris Godwin, I, I think. I mean, they're already elite talents as it is, but you get a quarterback that plays like Eason, and, and I think obviously with some issues we'll get into, he fixes them up, but I think that fit, that scheme um, can do wonders for him, and just the offense in general. Just I think that would be a blast to watch. I agree 100%. Let's go ahead. And so like I said, we're going to cover the pros, the cons, the fantasy outlook uh, for Jacob Eason. All right, Stoops, go ahead and kick us off with your pros for Mr. Eason. Yeah, so some things I've got on him. Um, love his footwork in the pocket. He does seem very, very comfortable back there. Um, he, he's, um, he can definitely improve upon it, as most every college quarterback will have something they can improve on. But just watching him throughout different games, I just loved how calm he does seem back there in his footwork um, with the three-step, five-step drop, all those, you know, anything like that. It just seems very easy for him. Um, so I love seeing that. One big thing I really, really did love to see is he plays in the shotgun and he plays under center. You know that a lot of quarterbacks um, in the college level, they might feel uncomfortable playing under the center because they probably never did it in high school. Um, and if they did, they maybe had some bad experiences with it, fumbling the ball, you know, not getting the snap cleanly. So love seeing that he's able to do that and does it consistently. Um, it just it, It'll help him tremendously at the next level because you know that they – will continuously to uh, run those types of plays, put him in shotgun, have him under center. So definitely love seeing that. Um, has really good ball placement on the short and intermediate throws. Um, one thing I did notice while watching some film is he would throw a very accurate ball and it just bounces off the receiver's hands. So although his completion percentage might look a little bit lower, 63.8% um, on the season, um, some of it is on him. I will say that. Some of it is just poor passes, but I think a lot of that too is just dropped passes by the receivers, hitting them right in the hands, and they just they just drop it. So definitely could have helped him out there. But the fact that he was giving him those accurate balls um, is definitely something to to be to be happy about and love to see that. So um, those are some pros I have on him. Yeah, for me, he's got a strong arm, strong, strong arm, and I don't want to go too in depth on it because we'll touch on it a little bit on the cons because we talked about it before the show, but. Um, he impresses me with his play-action fakes. Um, they're very, very beautiful. Um, another thing that I've noticed, okay, so I was watching some of his game tape, and, and there were some certain games that kind of obviously stood out more than others do. 
But uh, the game against Oregon, per se, was it was a clinic. It was a, a beautiful clinic of watching a NFL quarterback play. Seventy-seven percent of his passes through three touchdowns. Um, you know, it, it was kind of beautiful to watch him play in that game, and that's kind of what you want to see with him on the next level. But the one thing I notice is short, intermediate, outs, slants, deep balls. He can throw them all. I don't think there's a throw that this kid can't make, and I think that that just shows his ability for what he's going to be able to bring to the table on Sundays, and that's why I kind of touched on I think that he would be perfect um, to go under center for Bruce Arians because this guy can throw the ball. They throw the ball a lot. You know what I mean? They threw the ball over 30-plus 30, 30 times, and I think in I think it was eight of the 13 games, which is a lot of games. You know what I mean? He's throwing the ball. He's slinging the ball. You, you get to Utah, he, threw, he slung the ball 52 times. You know what I mean? So he can throw, and he's going to throw. You know I think that he, you know, has some work to work on. But if you watch that Oregon game, and obviously, yeah, we're cherry, cherry picking one game out of thirteen. He had a, a couple other games where he was very, very good. But for me personally, watching him play that game against Oregon was what you want to see from a proto, uh, prototype quarterback on a Sunday. You know, he's not gonna, you know, he's not gonna kill you with his feet, but you know, he's pretty solid in the pocket. Um, he knows how to maneuver in the pocket. He's not gonna run, you know, he's not gonna outrun anybody like Jalen Hurts would. But you know, he can make moves in the pocket, and I just love watching him play because there's so many layers to this kid's game that really just kind of impressed me stoops like when you watch him play he he can make the short throws he can and his read he does a very good job of reading the field as well and that's one thing that kind of impressed me as well stoops no i agree and and, and just i don't if you said it i totally missed it but the fact that he's six six mm. he's got the height oh, yeah. he, he's able to see over the line and i think that's a reason that he does have such good footwork because he's got the height that he's able to settle down he's able to stay back there and and have a clear vision of what's down the field um you know and he was the number two um ranked pro quarterback style quarterback coming out of high school number five overall player in his class so he's got the credentials there he's definitely a highly touted guy coming out of high school um little bit well i would say a little bit different path than some guys but with the transfer portal now it's becoming the norm but you know started out at georgia again got beat out by jake Fromm, kind of thing um it's just one of those where he he kind of had a little bit different of a path um but nonetheless Love what he can do on the field. And the fact that he is 6'6", about 225, 227, somewhere in that range. Um, highly tired of coming out of high school. Definitely speaks volumes for what he's capable and what we've seen so far, especially this year at Washington. And I was really, really excited to see what would happen this year. Um, since he was redshirted last year, he was actually the scout team quarterback. Um, so definitely saw some different different things there, um, you know, on the practice field. But definitely love what we're seeing so far. So – and I'm kind of throwing a curveball. We've talked about our love for Fromm here on this show several times, and we saw that you know we kind of felt his stock was down this year. To be yeah. honest with you, I don't know. I personally think that Georgia team might have been better with uh, Eason under the center this year. Um, but for me personally, like Eason to me, I think might have upended Fromm in the rankings wise because I feel like we're seeing. I feel like what we see in Eason is what we want out of Fromm, mm-hmm. but we don't get that out of Fromm. And, and and I think it could be the style of play of Georgia, Georgia kind of being more of a ground and pound. But to me, when I what I watched this year the most for Fromm, Fromm was more of a game manager. 
Fromm is not going to throw the ball 60 times and complete 70% of his passes and win a football game. He's just That's not what Fromm's capable of doing. I think that you can do that with Jacob Eason. I think he can throw the ball 55, 60 times, complete 60, 65% of the passes, and win you football games. I think that's where, to me, Eason kind of steps up a little bit whenever Fromm kind of steps back. This this was the worst year for Fromm to take that step back. And, And to me personally, as I watch Eason... I, I consistently said to myself, this is what I wanted out of from. This is what I wanted out of from. And I think that these, they're very comparable quarterbacks. Very much so. I think they're, they're kind of hand in hand, in my opinion. And if you gave me uh, a choice right now, I think I would go Easton Stoops. I completely agree with you. And, and, and everyone who's listened, you know, throughout the, uh, this journey we've been on, I had from as my QB1 at one point. And again, watching a little bit more in depth and seeing the step back that he did take this year. I definitely have dropped him down, but I'm fully on board with you about that one. I would rather have Jacob Eason at this point. And I think that Georgia team, um, albeit they were still a great team, but uh, I think with Jacob Eason, I think th- I think they would have made the playoffs. I think they would, I don't want to say they would have been undefeated because the SEC is a brutal, brutal, you know, conference. Um, but I think there's certain games that, wouldn't be as close or again they would have pulled out the win with Jacob Eason um, just because of the the downfall that we did see from from this year so um, like you said very comparable quarterbacks uh, both of them uh, were pro style quarterbacks coming out of high school I don't have Fromm's you know ranking ahead of me but I know he was ranked pretty high not as high as Eason per se um, but no I, I think Eason definitely would have would have done better in that Georgia scheme and like you even said though they do run different styles of offenses you know Washington compared to Georgia they are different in that aspect um but even if you put Jacob Eason in the Georgia offense this year um I I think he would have I think he would have done better than Fromm for sure I totally agree all right Stoops I'm going to kick us off on the cons for Jacob Eason I know we talked him up for a little bit but I do have a few things that I'd like to say about him that I'm not very fond of he's very inconsistent and what I mean by that is, if you look at the Utah versus uh, Washington game, that was a very winnable game by Utah. I mean, by Washington. I feel like they could have won that game, but there was one key play, okay? It was, if I remember correctly, I think it was 21-13. Um, they had, you know, 40-yard touchdown pass by Eason. And then next thing you know, it's a pick six by Jacob Eason, and, the, and the, just the tide turned. It was three straight touchdowns after that. In that game, he threw four touchdown passes, but his interceptions is what hurt him. Two picks, one of them was for pick six. The whole entire game turned around. Um, Utah ended up winning that game and squeezing out that victory against Washington, which I think was a very winnable game for Washington. Um, Another thing that he needs to throw it away. Stop taking the big hits. Sundays, these guys are bigger, they're badder, they're stronger, they're faster. They're gonna eat you for lunch, man. Like, it's just, it's gonna happen, man. I understand you're 6'6 and you're big. You gotta slide, you gotta throw the ball away. I think he hangs onto the ball a little too a little too long. It's kind of frustrating to watch sometimes. He gets very anti sometimes in the pocket. Look, I understand. You know, if you have, I, I don't have 275, 300 pound guys running four sixes running after me right now, but I understand. I would be very anti. I'd probably fall to the ground and, and you know, be in fetal position. But he's a, he's a pro football quarterback. You know what I mean? So he's got to step in the pocket. He's got to make some hard throws and he's got to take some hits in the pocket. But outside of the pocket, please slide. You're killing me, man. And there's one thing that I want to bring up that I really, really, really need to see out of Jacob Eason, and I'd love to see some swagger out of him. And I don't mean to bring Joe Burrow into this, but I'm going to bring Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow 
oozes swagger. He oozes that leadership role. I'm not saying Eason can't be a leader, but I'm just saying he oozes just that confidence on the football field. When he walks onto the field, you know he's gonna he's gonna do whatever he can to get that ball in the end zone. Jacob Eason doesn't have that yet, and it's something that can be developed. And I'm not saying it's a super big con, but I would love to see Eason kind of go in there and be like, you know what, I'm about to score a touchdown. You know what I mean? Just have a little bit of swagger and a little umph behind him, and that's kind of what I want. What do you got for cons, Stoops? Yeah, no, I completely agree with you on that one. I would love to see that from him. Um, one of the things I've got on got on him um, is his, his accuracy issues. You kind of touched base on that. Um, I did notice a lot on the deep ball as well. He would overthrow his guys, or he just kind of would throw it off a little bit. Um, but a big thing was, man, he's got an arm. He has got a strong arm. But when the receiver is three yards in front of you, you don't have to throw it 100 miles an hour. So I just wish he would take a little bit off on those. He, he's got a cannon, but, man, there, there's times when you just got to take a little bit off because there was a lot of passes. There were easy completions. And, yeah, they may have only ended up gaining about seven, eight yards. But in, instead, it was an incompletion because he threw it so hard at the receiver that he couldn't catch it, you know. Um, so definitely love to see him take a little bit off there. Um, another thing is, you know, just forcing the ball. Um, got a lot of turnovers. You know, you see you see a couple games he had multiple turnovers, and like you just said, they 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 cost them the game. Um, in in almost not all of them essentially, but in in the key games, the ones that they could have and should have won, those turnovers definitely cost them the win. So definitely love to see him clean that up a little bit, especially going up um, against these you know NFL DBs. They're gonna read that. They're gonna be able to jump those routes, and they're gonna be able to take it to the house like like they did it in the Utah game. And a lot of those defensive players from Utah will be in the league. That's that's a top notch defense that we saw from Utah this year. Um, and a lot of those guys are gonna be pro. So definitely hope he's able to clean that up. So those those are the things I've got on for cons though. I I just saw this for the first time today. Somebody tweeted my mentions. I didn't see J.K. Dobbins announced that he was coming out this year. I'm super excited he did. about that. He officially announced he was coming out today. Yep. Oh, I'm excited about that. So, all right, Stoops. So for me personally, like I said, there's some things that he can work on. I think obviously the Bucks are kind of the ideal landing spot. But what do you have for us fantasy outlook-wise for Mr. Eason? So for me, um, a lot of it does come down to cleaning up those those you know cons that we talked about, which that goes for everyone, obviously. That's kind of an obvious thing for me to say. But, man, I love what I see out of him. And I think he's definitely someone that can lead a team. I think he is one that can be a startable um, QB um, uh, week in and week out. I think he's got the QB2 potential. Um, I don't know if he is quite to that QB1 consistently level just yet. I think it could come. Uh, but given what we've seen right now, and I'm not even saying year one per se, I, I'm seeing you know a year two, year three kind of thing where I think he can be that startable QB too. So he is someone that I would take in the later first, definitely a second round in a super flex type format. So um, I absolutely love what I see from him. Obviously clean up those those you know cons that we've got on him. But man, I, I think those are easy fixes. And I think those are easy things that an NFL organization coaching staff can can help him and train him on how to, to become more patient and um, you know, just take off, take off uh, the the rocket arm every once in a while. Yeah, man. That man, I tell you what, I tell you, I was watching some of those plays, and man, my fingers broke just watching him throw those nope. balls. And his zip on that ball. Don't get me wrong, the zip is impressive, but man, sometimes you're just, you know, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna cause a guy, to, you know, to drop a ball or bounce out of his hands and then be, you know, intercept it, and, that, and that's the where the issues kind of lie with having that, you know, that fastball arm. 
All right, folks, so do me a favor. Head on over to expandtheboxscore.com to check out all the tools over there. Use the promo code STOOPS to get 10% off. Head on over to Twitter. Give Stoops a follow at Stoops1990. Give myself a follow at RickyBlair underscore. And as always, thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys soon. See y'all later. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.